Thank you for joining us for a Kingdom Thoughts conversation with one of our founders on Insight Now. You can watch live streams on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. All right. Hello, everybody. I hope you can hear me. It's funny not having anyone else on here. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but um, it's so good to be with you guys today. For those of you watching, feel free to throw in the chat. Um, I wanted to, uh, obviously, you know what? We got crazy things happening here in America for those of you overseas who might not be aware there was a presidential election. And with that came a tremendous level of what we uh, commonly refer to as chaos, craziness. People done lost their minds. And with that, um, a lot, one of the things that I'm, I'm seeing happening is a lot of despair, despondency, um, and uh, a lot of different things going on that, that seem to be uh, a bit challenging uh, for some people. Uh, so we just speak peace over anybody who's having a hard time with what's going on. We trust that God's perfect will will be done in this situation. For those of you feeling led to pray, continue to pray. And, um, and I think we should all be praying uh, pretty diligently at this point. Um, you know, there's some, some things that I wanted to, um, uh, work on a little bit today that I kind of felt like would be uh, good conversational pieces for us. Um, and for some of you that, um, I think would be, would be nice to step into. So I wanted to, um, just share a little bit, you know, um, just about some of my, you know, personal style and efforts and, um, things about me uh, a little bit while we're on here. Um, you know, I've had such a pleasure of listening to Mark share about the kingdom and hearing Peter share about the kingdom. And and um, so as I'm doing this, I'm just really going to be sharing things that I feel like are really important for the season um, for what God, God has for us. Um, one of the things that the Lord did for me um, this last year was, was through just a number of different circumstances, open the door for me and my wife to step away from full-time ministry, um, for a year, over a year. Um, and, um, I'm really believing, um, you know, Meek and I are, are in some process with all that, but, uh, what's been amazing about that is what the Lord has shown me about myself. You ever have those seasons, right? You have those seasons where, um, God begins to reveal some things about yourself that you were either unaware of, or you could see the fruit of some things that you did, weren't really happy with, or that were not good fruit. And you go, okay, what's the root, right? Cause if I'm, if I've got bad fruit, I might have a bad root, or maybe there's something attached to my roots that is unhealthy. That's got to go. Some cancer's got to get cut out. Something's got to happen and shift and change. And so, uh, God's so faithful with that. And one of the things I love when God corrects us and changes us and moves us, he always does it because he loves us, right? He does it because he wants our best. He wants, um, he wants us to step in and, and walk into uh, exactly what the Lord you know, has for us. So um, he's not going to let those things that hold us back prevent us uh, from stepping into it. So um, with that, one of the things that the Lord really had been cutting out of me this last year is this concept of being addicted to performing, addicted to performance. It's interesting in the kingdom, you get used to um, um, your drive, 
just as Christians get used to your drive, you get used to how you operate, the way that you pursue ministry, the way that you hear God. Um, sometimes we can get into a rhythm with some of that. Uh, and, you know, I feel like it's easy to get stuck in a place where we begin to deceive ourselves about where we're really at, what's really happening in our world. Um, and I know that that had happened to me for sure. And one of the things that the Lord began to really um, deal with in me was my independent heart, um, my becoming independent in my heart, um, little areas of hidden pride forming areas where, you know, how I did relationship and stuff so ultimately started to become very self-centered and self-focused, you know, without really seeing it. All of that's about identity. It's about, you know, trying to protect self and, and some of this stuff. And so, um, I really was, I think, obsessed with finding approval from people you know, we, there's, there's always some roots in childhood. There's some roots in some other things, but, uh, it was always a very interesting because, um, one of my pastors told me a long time ago, um, you know, Chris, you got that thing that if somebody tells you, you can't do something, you are just going to prove them wrong, right? Like you're just going to do it. If they say you can't do it, you're just going to do it. And I think for a long time, that was an oppositional thing, you know, like an attitude that I would carry. Um, and so, you know, I would try to perform uh, to always meet those standards, right? To always do more and more and more. And so I think um, oftentimes we end up doing that with God too. We end up saying, okay, God, uh, I want your blessings in my life. I want to walk in your favor. So I'm going to go and pursue doing a lot of things. I want to make sure I'm doing ministry. I'm getting soul saved and whatever metric you want to put out there. I, I, I've prayed for so many people for healing and these things that are supposed to be an active faith turn into a check the box for the sake of getting approval from God. Well, the Lord began really dealing with me on the areas of my life where I had been doing that consistently. And I, I the Lord kind of showed me some things and I wanted to, um, you know, just take you through some, some different concepts, you know, here. And I think the, the one core verse is John three, uh, verses five and six. Um, and I'm going to try and pull this up for you. Um, John three, five and six. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll just do verse five. All right, for now, verse five, we'll add that. Da, da, da. Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, right? And so what's happening here is we've got Nicodemus and Jesus having a conversation. Of course, this is the passage with, you know, uh, the famous John 3.16, same conversation that um, Jesus is having with Nicodemus. And then he says in verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. I think that we can unwittingly find independent ways to solve life's problems. We need to know how to discern the works of the flesh when we're deceived, right? We need to understand how do we, how do we find this place in our life? And I, and I say this specifically around a prophetic community, right? Because oftentimes in a prophetic community, we can get the word of the Lord. We can sense what God's doing. We can do all this stuff and unwittingly attach performance to approval and attach performance to acceptance in community and acceptance uh, from God. 
right? We feel a sense of disappointment if we got it wrong or if we missed it or, you know, some of those things. So I think it's easy to get deceived in some of this. If you see me peeking over, I've got my notes on my other screen. So, um, you know, if it looks funny, that's just, that just is what it is, right? So we all have a deep desire to please God. We all want to make sure that, that, we don't want anything else taking that top spot, that priority in our heart, in our mind, and in our life. We are hungry to honor the Lord. And we believe often that if we can figure out this walk with God well enough, that we'll find the answers that we're looking for. We'll get the comfort that we need if we can just get this walk with God going right enough. Um, I, I think that there's some some ways you can tell if if you've not if you're not walking in the spirit in the sense of walking in the spirit in in regards to the activities that we do. We we so often will do everything that we can to make sure that we're honoring the Lord, and yet that will often can often turn into that we are performing for God instead of doing ministry and walking in the spirit with God. And I believe that God is wants to take all of us into a deeper place of intimacy, a deeper place of experience and encounter with him. And God doesn't do this on an Island. He doesn't do prophecy on an Island. He doesn't do healing on an Island. Um, there's none of this that, that, that we walk through with God that is done um, in the spirit alone or outside of community. Right. So every personal, deep, personal, prophetic word that I receive is some point that will impact the community around me. Every word that I give to someone else is clearly impacting that community by what I'm giving them. So I think it's important to not attach uh, performance. But how do you tell? Right. Because it's a little confusing. Right. I think it's a little confusing to know, OK, well, Am I performing in my gifts? Am I performing in that? Am I operating maybe out of this fleshly place? Maybe because I've got my own secret desires and things that are under the surface that I can't even quite see yet. Are those things there? So I want to give you some, some ideas here. Number one is you feel confusion, right? If there's a sense of, you know, why are things happening the way that they happen in my life over and over and over? And no matter what situation I'm in, it seems to always kind of repeat itself. I'm kind of going through a little deja vu moments uh, lately and going, huh, what is that, Lord? You know, is it creating confusion? Am I understanding where I'm at in the process? Uh, you know, all of those types of things uh, are really important. Um, we can find our situations where we ask God some questions. Let me give you some sample questions that we might ask God. Um, like if there's problems with kids, was I a good enough parent? Um, I thought that I did all these things right and I'm still being mistreated. What, what, what did I do wrong? Um, God, why won't you tell me what to do in order to correct this situation or make this situation better? Um, oftentimes we end up confused out of those questions. Um, and we wonder why our, and this is the key, if you start wondering why your efforts with God are no longer paying off with God and you're not getting the answers and things we've been, we've been deceived, right? We've been deceived. We're now stuck in performing, right? And God wants to remove us out of performance, out of that deception. In fact, God, God wants us to do all of those things, right? He doesn't want us to not believe. He doesn't want to not give us answers. He doesn't want that. But the minute that I begin to attaching it to what did I do wrong? 
that's preventing God from giving me this answer. Now, listen, the Lord will align you. He might shift you. He might move you in some different areas. Great. But the minute that it starts turning into, I'm not getting what I want, therefore God doesn't approve of me, that's when we got a problem. And, and it does create a little bit of confusion. Mm -hmm. If you guys have any thoughts on any of this, feel free to throw it into the chat as well. Um, one of the things that happens is that we feel pressure to perform. You know, I think if, if we find ourselves in a spot where we feel pressure to make situations work out, we feel pressure to achieve the blessings that, that we're looking for, you know, in these, in these types of, of regards, you know, feeling that pressure can often be a tell that we're actually deceived and we're performing for God more than walking with God. Okay. So uh, what's some, some things that we do with that? Well, um, how many of you, I, I imagine that there's a lot of people in here that, that are very intentional about prayer. Um, and we make declarations and we want things to move. Um, we want to see things move. Uh, we want to see God move in dramatic ways. And so one of the things that we have to understand is if I'm feeling the pressure to, um, participate in those activities with the Lord because I'm not getting what I want, then I'm, I'm probably deceived. Right. And I think that the reason why I want to talk about this today is a little bit with the election, because listen, there's a lot of deception happening right now with what's going on. I think that we need to pray and decree and declare certain things, not because of my political view and my fear about the future, but because I, I, we notice that in the spirit, there's a unique opportunity today to begin to declare righteousness and justice over the nation righteousness and justice over the nation however that plays out we want righteousness and justice to prevail over the nation well there's a specific window of opportunity in front of us right now to begin to pray and press in on a much higher level than maybe we ever have before okay so that's great but if it's out of your out of that self out of i'm scared or i don't like this or i don't want that then maybe you know maybe that's not the right way to go about that. Maybe we've been deceived a little bit as we push forward, because what we're talking about is removing the pressure that's on our life so that we can rest. So we can rest in the Lord, right? This is this whole new, this whole next era is about resting in God, right? So when we're feeling pressed to do performance rituals, <laughs> different things that we can maybe do, um, in order to, um, in order to try and get what we want, we probably have missed the boat on this and might be a little bit deceived. Um, one thing that I, I heard a long time ago was that um, godly activity is not the fruit of the spirit. That godly activity is not the fruit of the spirit. We want to remove the pressure, right? We want to remove the pressure from having to go, 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 perform, perform, perform. Okay. So if we equate godly activity to being the fruit of the spirit, uh, we are going to continually be way more busy than we're supposed to be. We're going to continually try to control people and situations to get the outcomes that we want right through our godly activity, right? This is how pastors learn how to manipulate people. Oh yeah, I said it. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, oh, 
I want you, you know, we, we believe that God's got something for you. So I want you to do all this activity for me, you know, do all this activity and do all this stuff. Well, what do we do? We tie people into bondage, right? Because godly activity is, is not a replication for actual spiritual fruit. So when you're patient, you actually aren't supposed to do some things, right? There's no activity attached to patience. It's literally almost like to be patient means to do nothing. Right? That's the fruit of the spirit of patience. What's self-control? Control yourself. Don't do it. Hmm. Maybe the fruit of the spirit is more attached to rest than activity. Maybe. Maybe the fruit of the spirit is more attached to rest than activity because godly activity on its own is not the fruit of the spirit. Right? So I just think it's really important to, hey, thanks, Nathan, Nathaniel. He says, testify. I don't know when you put that up there. I just saw it. So, you know, hey, um, it's awesome, man. Good to see you. It's fun watching your videos. Love what God's doing in your family, in your life. Um, we have to learn how to begin to um, abandon some of our expectations of what things should look like. Um, because often we've attached expectation to what things should look like according we've really attached our own selfish desires over what those outcomes could look like so what we'll do is we'll try to make it very spiritual um and uh and unfortunately many of us will pick up on something and we think it must must be god telling me this um, but often uh, we will put our own selfish desires above what god's actually saying because we um are feeling pressure we're feeling pressure listen there's an urgency that God gives, right, for certain activity. And then there's also this place where God wants us to sit into this place of rest, right, where there's a difference between rush and push and hurry and resting in the Lord. When you're feeling that pressure, just we need to understand that, listen, you are fully loved. You are fully accepted. God is your provider. He's given you everything that you need for life and godliness. He is your Jehovah Jireh. He is El Shaddai. He is these things that you need. So it is in this space of discovering that God is exactly what I need in this moment. We can begin to rest again. We can begin to let go again. We can begin to slow down and say, okay, God, I need your healing power. I need your healing touch. I just, because I need you, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not trying to perform or act. I just want to rest and experience you healing me. And if he doesn't do that, then we don't go out and just go do more stuff to make ourselves feel better. And I think that we do that a lot. I mean, I, I might just be talking to myself, but I think that that, that happens, right? I think that, that you know, um, one of the aspects of, you know, godly activity on its own, not being spiritual fruit that we can get stuck in is that we've got really good godly activities, right? We've got really good godly activities that we like to participate in, that we like to be active in. Prayer, worship, uh, reading the word, going to church, different things. All of those things we know can turn into performance. We know can turn into, um, I'm not doing it from a place of rest. I'm actually seeking to gain something more than I am to give something. Um, and I'm more in it out of my deep need internally than I am out of just the full of who I am in Christ. And so 
often, you know, we'll have different motivators that kind of push us through that process. But I believe that often God wants us just to receive, just to rest and receive from him in order to experience his goodness, not to go do more stuff to experience his goodness. Now, I believe that we're about to enter this, this area in the kingdom where we see more revival. We see more amazing things happen. But I do believe that this next season will be seated in divine wisdom and rest right? Divine wisdom and rest. Divine wisdom says, I'm only going to do what the father tells me to do. And I'm only going to unlock the doors. The father tells me to unlock. I'm only going to, and I'm going to do everything with such a high level of wisdom and honor and respect and have a capacity to walk this out in a way that is super, uh, super helpful, you know, to the people around me that just honors the Lord honors the people around me. Right. So I, I think that there's a rest and a wisdom that we're going to be stepping into. And part of that is that we're going to need to deal with some of these roots, some of these things that are attached to us. Because in the kingdom, one of the things that happening in the kingdom, you know, is like we talk about this often, like, okay, in the kingdom, if you're hungry and you take a bite of food, you're going to get hungrier in worship, when you taste of his presence, you're going to want more, right? Like, oh yeah, I want more. Well, in the kingdom, when you start receiving healing, you want more because you start noticing, oh, there's another layer of my onion that's got to come up. There's another piece of me that's got to, got to get worked out. And so if we ever stop, lose sight of that, right, of that thing that God's doing, because in the kingdom, when the fire gets hot, it purifies, right? We know that, you know, we always talk about God removing the dross off the top of the silver as it heats up and, and, you know, we wipe away all the junk and it gets up. Listen, in the kingdom, when the heat gets turned on, it purifies, but listen, the fire of God doesn't wane in the kingdom. It gets hotter and hotter and hotter. You know what that means is that you get more pure, more pure, more pure right? So you get this amazing opportunity to experience more and more purity. God's going to take more and more uh, cleanliness to the roots, right? He's going to cleanse anything that's, that's in there that, that shouldn't be there. We have to embrace that instead of being like, oh man, God's teaching me another lesson here about blah, 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 right? Kind of this negative attitude. No. See, listen, I'd been deceived for years about my need for approval, my fear of rejection, my deep need to prove that I was valuable enough to be accepted in love. The, these were things that were just part of my MO that I couldn't fully see, right? Because it's deception. Deception is stinks because it's deceiving. So the reality of, for me, all of this deception that I was dealing with really came down to me always feeling pressure to perform and pressure to prove some things. I just want to tell you the pressure's off. Right? I just think that's what many of us need to hear today. The pressure is off. The pressure is off. You don't need to perform anymore. You don't need to go hard after all of this stuff. You can walk with God. You don't need to run. You don't need to be rushed. You don't need to be hurried. I have so much peace about this election, so much. God is working this thing out. Whoever wants, God's working it out. I think, I think it's going to be a rough month or two, right? Okay. I'm prepared. I'm prepared to pray. I'm prepared to fast, seek the Lord. Awesome. But not 
so that I can be accepted and loved. Right? There's this revelation of the Father's love that moves us into a place of rest. And I feel like for many of us, it's easy to go back to places of comfort, right? Where it's comfortable, places of comfort, not necessarily places of, you know, where God's telling us to be, but places of comfort. I just want to encourage you, like, listen, Jesus, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to bring this up again. And, and you know, Jesus in, in John 3, 5, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. There's a clear line between performance and being and trying to gain things from God and trying to manipulate and do stuff in order for you to get your way with God and let your God activity act like look like it's fruit. All that stuff that we just talked about. And yet all that we would say the flesh being the flesh, right? And yet God wants us to rest in him. He wants us to be born of the spirit, which allows us to what? Enter the kingdom. How do we get in the kingdom unless we're operating in the spirit? So listen, all that pressure that some of you are feeling, we just need to just, we're just going to remove that off of you. There's no pressure. There's no rush all that confusion about why things aren't going the way that you think they should be going. We just take that off of your plate right now. It's not yours. You just need to get really close with the father. You just need to get really close with his love for you, right? You need to get into a place where you can receive this concept, right? That from the spirit, you will reap everlasting life, right? Romans eight. I just, I, I believe that there's a refreshing that the Lord wants to bring to you, that the Lord wants to give you in this season. Um, so I'm going to kind of wrap up a little bit. I just felt like that's really what I wanted to to share today. Does anybody have any thoughts? I've got a couple people on here. If you have any thoughts on what I'm talking about, feel free. If you want to talk a little bit, I am online. I'm here and available. Um, and I love that some of this stuff is like playing in the background for some people. So I'm like, hey, you. I'm talking to you. Hello. See, now people are all confused. I was just saying, <laughs> now people are listening. <laughs> Listen, um, I, I believe that, that God wants to just keep removing, removing things that are not of him in our lives. He wants to, he wants them, wants them pulled off. Okay. Um, and with that, we just bless you. Uh, thanks for spending some time with me today on this co concept of being addicted to performance and not realizing it. We just hope that you guys have a blessed day. And um, listen, you're going to get a great uh, message, I think, from Mark in the next couple of days. And then Tuesday, uh, you will uh, have Peter will be on with a special guest. So um, enjoy those guys. Bless you and uh, leave your comments in there. If any of this ministered to you, uh, we always need that encouragement. So let us know um, if, if any of this, if any of these videos minister to you, just put it in the chat and uh, we'll see it. So we appreciate that. Guys, have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. 
You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.